0: Hi and a big welcome to another episode of Laughter and Lunges with your hosts Catherine and Sarah. Thanks for taking the time to listen to us today.
1: We would love it if you could rate, follow and share the podcast so that it can reach even more ears. Here's today's episode. Hello
0: and welcome to this episode of the podcast. How are you Sarah?
1: Hi Catherine, I am doing well thank you very much. How about yourself?
0: I'm feeling good. Thank you. I think I'm pretty much over COVID. Um, Amazing. We were just chatting before we came on about how you felt like you had a tickle in your throat. Yeah. Just, I'm hoping it doesn't come to anything, but now whenever anybody says, oh, I think I might be getting ill. I'm like
1: COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so retro. I know. Yeah. That's so 2021. I, I hate always saying this, but like touch Word, I've still not had it. And I just feel like my time is is coming at any point. Mate, so you're,
0: you're special. Like you've not had it. You're
1: one of a kind. Wow. Thanks. Thanks for those kind words. I've often <laughs> been called one of a kind and I often feel it's not in a good way. <laughs> no, this is great. <laughs> Maybe Thank it you. means you've got a superior immune system to everybody else. Who knows? Maybe it just means I don't really get out a lot. Maybe it's that have you managed to get out and about yet or have you still been housebound? Um, A little bit so I'm testing negative Um, so
0: I got us a couple of coffees from a coffee shop yesterday and then we went for a a walk in the fresh air and then came back and gonna try and attempt a gentle gym session tomorrow because I know exactly the advice I would give to my clients would be ease yourself back in very gradually and don't just go gung-ho and smash a workout just because you're now testing negative like give it a little bit of time so I'm going to try that out and just see how it feels tomorrow but it hasn't been quite as bad as as round one like
1: after round one of COVID I was wiped for literally months afterwards that's really good that you're noticing like a quicker improvement this time as well and I hope you do have a good time at the gym tomorrow. And I do know that you will take it easy because I think it is such a helpful thing, a bit like we'll often say with clients, what would you say to a friend? Often for us when it comes to training, what would I say to a client is such (laughs) a helpful question because it does put you back in sort of into your place really of recognizing what you need as opposed to what you want.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we aren't here to talk about my woes about having COVID or Sarah's scratchy throat. Mm-hmm. Um, we are here to tell you that signups are now open for this intake of Empowered Innate. We need that the theme air. tune.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my hands are firmly on the table, listeners. They're firmly on the table. But my heart is filled with excitement
0: oh if no one can see Sarah's little smile right now but she looks very happy and very excited (laughs) (laughs) so if you do want to sign up um we start on the 14th of August and all you need to do is go to empoweredin8.com and click the little link that says sign up I think it says sign up sign up now join us now something along those lines that's
1: the one there we go
0: knows it inside out
1: I know it's there it's in my heart it's engraved but (laughs) You can also sign up via the links in our bios on Instagram as well. It will take you to the same page. And as always, if you have got any questions about the program and whether it's a right fit for you, you can drop us a message again via Instagram and we're more than happy to have a chat with you before you do sign up.
0: Yes, and we'll be doing another live on Instagram this coming week. This is Sunday that we're recording this. Um, What we are going to do is snip the audio from the last two lives that we did this week um, and put them up on this podcast for you. So this is our pre-chat
1: to the Instagram lives. Which is full of even more great chat to be fair.
0: (laughs) And advice (laughs) about going back to the gym when you've had COVID.
1: I know that was a bonus. That was was a bonus. bonus. So what did we cover Sarah? So we covered the fact that signups are open. Not sure if we've told you that yet but they are. Get signed up. And we also covered, how much progress do you think I'm going to make in eight weeks? How much the program is? If you're someone that's not looking for fat loss, but you're just looking to get stronger and more confident in the gym, is this program for you? We answer that very question. We also answer, can I join if I'm new to exercise in the gym? And how often you get new workouts.
0: Oh, beautiful. And then on Thursday's live, we covered... The structure of the group and one-to-one check-ins so that's the check-ins that you do with your assigned coach as your one-to-one support and then what the the group calls look like with everybody on a zoom chat having a good time having a catch-up and we call those coffee breaks I think that's what we call them yes that is what we call them <laughs> I'm not just making that up
1: <laughs> as we stress coffee is not mandatory absolutely not any beverage of choice is that reminds me of
0: remember that um who is it is it nigella who says um Mikrowave?
1: yeah yeah <laughs> i always think of um gavin and stacy though beveragini beveragini <laughs> that's what i always think
0: of so yeah we covered um the structure of the group and one-to-one check-ins and then we answered some of your fitnessy questions as well so anything from macro splits to squat depth and range Dogs versus cats, which isn't necessarily fitness, but we'll just sneak it in there anyway. And areas of health and fitness that Sarah and I are most passionate about. Boom. What a great listen. I'm well, gonna go back
1: and listen again.
0: Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do have a listen, guys. uh drop us a message if you have any questions. And we very much are looking forward to welcoming welcoming everybody on the 14th of
1: August. Yeah. Bring it on. Woo-hoo. Enjoy hi how are you i'm good thank you how are you doing i am um, I've, I've been better i'm not
0: gonna lie i have COVID.
1: i know i thought like as well because you've had it before like hopefully you'd have swerved the worst of it this time
0: mm. i thought that as well when i tested so i was feeling a bit rough when we went on our last flight. and then i tested on friday and i was negative and i was like i'm definitely not negative i'm like not feeling great um and I tested again on Saturday and I was positive and Hannah had tested like a couple of days before me and she was positive as well. So I was like, I get it. And I thought it would be as bad the second time round, but it's still not that nice. But oh, thankfully yeah. on the up now, we've I've descended into the very pits of COVID and now I'm coming out the other side.
1: That is good to know. Hopefully like it leaves you sooner this time. Because I know you sort of struggled like quite a while afterwards, didn't you, with like breathlessness the first time? yeah like
0: brain fog and stuff but i don't think i don't feel the brain fogginess as much as last time but i do apologize if i'd say anything stupid it wasn't me it was covid <laughs> <laughs> uh, how was your
1: weekend the start of your week oh uh, yeah weekend was good went canoeing didn't i with um matt and otis which was we'll say it was an experience like otis was so vocal about it um yeah it was a bit like is he distressed or is he like having the time of his life and then we stopped like halfway and at that point we realized he was just dying to get in the water like he loves the water now he never but he just once he had a little swim he was like living his best life so then on this on the like second stretch we just knew like he basically just wanted to drink the water or like jump in he was like he was loving it um yeah it was really good it was beautiful the photos looked awesome yeah it was nice like really nice to be out and about and stuff awesome.
0: oh we've got a few people joining us which is fantastic hi guys welcome along um we've finished we'll, we'll finish off our like how are you chats i get on to the main reason why we are here why are we here today sarah <laughs> oh i don't screen.
1: know why are we here <laughs> To that obviously but i just want to shout out someone said i like your podcast a lot you have such a great voice now i know oh, hand right. on heart that is aimed at you and your caramel voice oh, um cool. I've had quite approach me about like your voice so shout out to Catherine's caramel voice oh, so, okay. so, Thanks, um, babe. <laughs> um we are here today with another big announcement because we love a big announcement and we're absolutely buzzing, excited, over the moon, thrilled, all the other adjectives um, to say that sign-ups to Empowered In Eight are now open. So if you want to join an amazing people on the fourteenth of August for eight weeks of group coaching, then you can sign up now via the link in our bios on Instagram or at empoweredin8.com. Did I get all the? And- you've got them
0: absolutely spot on i have pinned the link there we to go our website at the bottom of the live so if you're like live with us now you'll be able to see it at the very bottom like a pro <laughs> <laughs> we forgot to do that last time didn't we I, um, um I know. anybody who joined the waiting list um last week We'll have got first dibs on the spaces to Empowered and Eight. So thank you very much, guys, for joining the waiting list. And those of you who have already signed up already, like your support means the absolute world to Sarah and I. And we honestly cannot wait to get started and get coaching you and get stuck into the eight weeks. It's going to be good.
1: So, I'm like proper buzz. Like it's been so awesome to see people sign up. And, yeah, we just can't wait to get our hands on you in the group and just get cracking, really. <laughs> We're actually put our hands on you, don't worry. Yeah. Online co- coaching guys, online coaching. F- yes, Faisal.
0: Faisal.
1: Faisal. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Um. I expect of um home gym videos from
0: Faisal. Yeah, Faisal makes some awesome videos like collage, would you call them like collage videos type thing with some inspirational music behind them? It's good. That's- it's good. And so montage that's that's the one montage um, we ha- we still have some questions left from the last time we came on live so what we're going to do is finish those um and if you guys have any other questions about the group coaching program or just like fitness questions in general general i can't talk again i'm going to blame the covid she um, saves
1: it guys for the podcast, <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> Oh done <damn. laughs> put them in the comments below if you do have any questions guys
0: and we will um uh, prioritize those over the other questions
1: and if we don't get around to them we'll answer them the next time because we will be doing another live because we absolutely love them we do and we just love talking about the group so yes. you're gonna hear a lot about that <laughs> okay so <clears throat> excuse me
0: i i wonder if i can put myself on mute if i have a coughing fit we'll come to that bridge when we need to come to it um, the first question is, how much progress
1: do you think I'm going to make in eight weeks? Wow. Always start with the hard-hitting questions, don't we? But my <laughs> this would be almost like, how long is a piece of string? Like, we can't give you an exact outcome of what that progress will look like within eight weeks. But one thing we can say is, like, you can make a lot of progress within that time. Um, if you reach out for support, if you work with us collaboratively on those check-ins and provide us with the information of how you're getting on, the things that you're getting on well with, the things maybe that you're finding more difficult, and we can then work together to help to guide you sort of towards that progress that you want to make. Um, if you put in the commitment, we will put in the commitment as well, and together as a team, we can get you closer towards where you want to be. But to give you a definitive this is what you can expect is so different um for everyone depending on your starting point what your goals are and um, yeah lots and lots of variables absolutely
0: and we also are aware that a lot of people's goals will it will require work for longer than eight weeks so there is an option at the end of the eight weeks to stay on with us on a monthly membership So if you get to the end of the eight weeks and you're like, I'm not done or I just absolutely love being here and I would like to continue with the support of Sarah and Catherine, then you can continue. We have that option. There's not any gaps. There's not like eight weeks and then you kind of left your own devices and then you have to join a few weeks later or we kick you out. None of that. You can stay with us for as long as you need to or as long as you want to. Yeah, we're
1: hopefully no one out. (laughs) and you're welcome to as Catherine said for as long as you want because we're hoping as well like with the group it's going to be a good atmosphere with everyone cheering each other on so I think as well that's like a big big benefit too is having that community of people that all want the best for you as well um and that's something that I don't know you can't again you can't sort of quantify really what that would be like and. how much is it oh don't ask me in that one so. <laughs> i don't mind answering if you want because <laughs> you're you're the sums lady the sums lady, the math lady
0: although that's a bit worrying because i'm not that good at maths so well here we go so it works out to be around 31 pounds per week that's 31 pounds invested into your own progress now what we have are two different payment options you can pay in full. Two hundred and forty-nine pounds for the eight weeks, or we do a split payment where you pay one hundred and twenty-six and then one hundred and twenty-six again a month later. We want this to be affordable for you guys, which is why we've put that split payment option in there. Um, yeah, easy to answer. Job done. <laughs> <laughs> the next question is: I'm not looking for fat loss. I'm just looking to get stronger and more confident. Will this program work for me?
1: How to the yes. Yeah, F- One of of the big things that me and Catherine talked about when we were setting up this program was that we didn't want the main focus to be purely fat loss. We recognized that everyone has a variety of different goals that don't revolve around a number on a scale or body composition. And whether you're looking for improved confidence, maybe it's performance goals or performance goals. Um, we've got you covered, whatever that is. So yeah, it's not purely a fat loss goal. If you want to get stronger, was it, and more confident, then yeah. um we've got as well with the workouts that we've designed and as well the in the name, empowered innate, like our whole ethos is about empowering you and putting you in that driving seat to have that confidence then to go it alone. We just hope that you won't and you'll wanna stay um with us. We hope you'll have the confidence, but we hope that you'll want to stay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: you'll like, want to stay. You don't necessarily need to stay because we'll set you up with the tools and the mindset and skills that you need to keep going for life. And actually, when we designed our Empowered in 8 logo, which you can look at if you go on to dot not that the logo matters, but that was like a symbol, like what is it, the infinity symbol, which is like the never-ending kind of like figure of eight there's like meaning behind that as well because we want these results to be for life. We want infinity. I feel I feel like Buzz Lightyear. You know, it's like to infinity and beyond.
1: <laughs> There's a snake in my boot. I won't do any impressions. <laughs> we love it. That's what we're here for on this Tuesday evening.
0: <laughs> um Awesome. And I think we have two more. Do we have time for two more questions? And guys, if anybody has any more questions, pop them in the box below
1: let's go for it um do you want to ask it go go on then (laughs) can i (laughs) seamless this is the kind of gold that you get in the group can i join if i'm new to exercise (laughs) and the gym
0: hell yes you can what we want to make sure is that we're catering for people who are new to exercise, as well as those who are more experienced, we're person-centered. We're going to meet every individual where they are. So there will be workout options on our app for people who are very new to the gym. Both Sarah, Sarah and I have experience helping people and guiding people within the gym. We're just entering that, say, from doing home workouts. So we're going to specifically design a set of exercises for you that you can use and that's suitable for you to build up your confidence as well as to build up strength and fitness um so hopefully that answers your question but if you do have any more questions about maybe the specifics of that then do drop us a little message and we can answer that one for you
1: definitely and i think that's it i think often that's a barrier for a lot of people i think in the last one we talked about um often people feel like they're not fit enough to start and I'd sort of put this in a similar sort of vein where people feel like they're not confident enough to start Um, but it's a in sort of that if you can be open to trying new things like it is going to be maybe a little bit scary at first maybe because it is different and it's something that you've not done before but we're here to kind of guide you through that process and make sure that it's done in a safe way and in a way that you hopefully find enjoyable as well and we'll work with you to work out how that fits for you like that's a big thing for us isn't it that confidence side of things
0: yeah absolutely and the simplicity as well so what we like, we want especially beginners to avoid feeling overwhelmed when they first come into this program or any, any program that they do is like that overwhelm can be a big barrier so we want to make sure that those workouts Meet that simplicity a lot. I suppose Um, I can't find the word. Maybe I am
1: getting COVID brain fog. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Our value, our value there of of removing overwhelm for you.
1: Definitely awesome. So I'll hit hit you with the last one, Catherine. How often do we get new workouts?
0: Um, So when Sarah and I sat down and planned the group in the eight weeks. We are going to plan one single block of eight weeks worth of workouts. Now, people may join other programs and get their workouts changed far more regularly than that. Some people will get like new workouts every week, every two weeks. And actually, what that is doing is a disservice to you because it isn't giving you or offering you enough time to actually see progress and build up your strength in certain exercises with a certain routine. Now, I'm I forgot where I'm going with this one, but I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep rolling with it. (laughs) They roll with it. Now, what that means is, say, for example, you have a program where you're doing three workouts a week, as an example. That means that you do each of those three separate workouts eight times across the entirety of the eight weeks of Empowered in Eight. Eight times isn't actually that much. I've been doing the same workouts now for mm, five months and i make little tweaks to it and i still make progress and if strength progress and muscle building is one of your goals you're going to need to be consistent and do the reps Varying things up is going to do a massive disservice to you so if you vary the workouts too often you're not going to make the progress that you want to see as coaches we would be lying to you like yeah if we give you new workouts every two weeks then that's going to give you like the best like the best results that's definitely not the case but what sarah and i are happy to do because this is a new intake it's a new program is get feedback from you guys and see what you want so we're not completely averse to putting in new workouts halfway through the eight weeks but our initial plan is an eight-week block of workouts and we'll give you workouts for at home for at the gym and home with weights as well so you've got a nice variety to sort of choose from that
1: awesome yeah I was going to say like usually with a new program anyway like weeks one and two you're finding your feet like you're working out how hard to push it if you're doing sort of maybe home workouts in the gym you're working out what weight to use so a couple of weeks like you're finding your feet anyway with like that workout um yeah and I think having that consistency is so so important as Catherine said for for like seeing progress we've got someone Um, saying that they love the idea of the consistent workouts. It's the thing they struggle with if they change too often. Yeah, like I completely agree. I've I've done programmes before where they've changed maybe like every two weeks and I've been enjoying them, but they've changed and you just, it's that struggle to see the progress. And I think progress can be really, really motivating. And as well with like wanting to reduce overwhelm being one of our big things like changing those workouts like really regularly is going to add to that as opposed to like reduce that as well so yeah and if you guys
0: do decide to stay on after the eight weeks you will get new workouts you get access to brand new workouts because at that point i think mostly our mind is sort of ready to try something new as opposed to our muscles your muscles won't get bored of the workouts if you put the work in and you challenge yourself every time you go in you will see results if you kind of stick with the same weights and you're quite comfortable and you're not really pushing yourself then that's when you don't see progress you you get what you put into the workouts essentially you get out what you put
1: into the workouts amazing is that are we all our questions
0: i think so i think that is all of the questions that we had in our question box um what Sarah and I will be doing is coming back to you on Thursday. We'll confirm a time between us and we'll put it up on our Instagram stories. We'll put up question boxes. If you guys have anything you would like to ask about not just Empowered innate, but general fitness questions as well, we are here to help. So if you're struggling with anything at the minute and you need a bit of advice, we can give you some advice for free on our Instagram live. I don't know why I had to sing that to you guys, but
1: I quite enjoyed that. It's that voice again. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Is there, is there anything else? Yeah, just a reminder that obviously sign ups are now open. So if you are interested in joining Empowered Innate and Catherine's Jazz Hands, then um, do get involved by using the link in our bios, going to empoweredinate.com, which is still pinned at this moment in time on the comments. Um, We are going to close signups next Thursday, so you have got like a limited amount of time to sign up for this. That's to ensure that me and Catherine have got plenty of time to go through all of your initial questionnaires and get you prepped and ready to go on that Monday for an awesome eight weeks. So we're here today to do another Q&A
0: for you guys. We have some questions from our question boxes. About Empowered Innate and just general fitness, nutrition, exercise questions as well.
1: Um, Yeah, so shall I hit you with the first question? Go for it. So, this is an Empowered Innate question. If we are doing lives the weeks between check ins, will the first live be the first week? That sounds a bit like a riddle, doesn't it? (laughs) Where first is not H. Um, But, yeah. Can you, can you break the riddle?
0: Have you an answer? I do, I do have an answer. I hate to tell you that's not your website address. Dawn, I know I just noticed while well, Sarah was asking me that question, and I was like, is it more important I answer this question or change the link? But Dawn has very rightly pointed out that my COVID brain has made a mistake there, empowered. In8.com. Dawn. Dawn is on it. Boom. Thanks, Dawn. Where, Legend. Where
1: to like a crossword site or something, because that's usually what comes up when you search Empowered Innate is like a crossword.
0: When we first made the website and we were trying to get our our website like higher up on Google search, yeah, the crossword was like at the top, but now thankfully we're at the top when you when you search Empowered Innate on Google. <laughs> Yay! We're not crosswords eight,
1: You can check that out too. <laughs>
0: So, so anyway yeah so you're back to the question
1: yeah so if you were doing the live the weeks between check-ins will the first live be the first week
0: so we will be doing a live every single week so one every week of the eight weeks um you may be getting confused between the lives and the coffee breaks that we're going to be doing so they're kind of like they're two separate things that we're going to be doing as um a way to support you guys and then create a bit of a community vibe as well um, so in week number one we will be doing a live q a in the group that's where you guys can watch us over video and actually like join in by writing your questions or putting a bit of banter in um, But when we all get to join together that's like the coffee mornings so we're going to be doing our first coffee morning or coffee afternoon um, on week number three so there'll be alternate weeks to the check-ins and that's a way for all of us to go onto a call together and chat about coaching your struggles random things it doesn't have to necessarily be about like how you're doing with your exercise or your nutrition um so hopefully that makes it a little bit more clear
1: yeah and I think as well with those like coffee breaks it's I think like be touched on last time because community is a big part for us like we want that to be the community part of it too so we're aware with online coaching often we're all dotted around all over the place like for instance Catherine's in Edinburgh I'm in Kenworth, so like there's a little bit of a distance between us and we imagine within the group it'll be the same so having those coffee breaks is going to allow us to kind of have that sense of community and all get together um, and have build those like relationships that we want to nurture as well i mean there's again no pressure to attend those if you feel that that's not something that you want to do but again the options there for for people who would like that as well and that extra kind of social support too
0: that's such a good point about like the community feel and the social support and what we're going to do with the coffee breaks coffee mornings coffee afternoons is make them an hour long so that you can drop in whatever you point whatever point you want to so you may only have like 15 minutes say if you're at work to just take out of the day to join in um and that's absolutely fine so you can join in and you can hop off again um but the idea is that we're there and you can drop in as and when you need to
1: and coffee is not mandatory you you bring the beverage of your choice
0: and maybe maybe coffee isn't a great idea if we're doing it later in the afternoon because then you won't sleep true say unless you're a non-responder
1: oh oh that just oh yeah that sounds like something else like first aid but you want you don't want them to be (laughs) (laughs) non-responders moving on to the next question what is a proper rest day should we still be doing 10k steps or properly resting that's such a
0: good question and i can understand where any sort of confusion has come from with that you would associate a rest day with say for example like doing no movement whatsoever actually in our case and particularly like i would like speak for i'm confident speaking for the both of us here is that we actually use steps as almost a means of recovery as well so not only are your steps important for energy expenditure if say for example you have a fat loss goal they're also important for just general health overall anyway so what we don't want you doing is having one day where you're basically doing no steps whatsoever now going back to the recovery point that i made there if you've had like a a heavy leg session the day before and you're like okay well now i've got a rest day and you don't move at all what you'll probably end up doing is making your muscle soreness worse So actually going out for a walk and still hitting whatever step target it is that you have is going to be really beneficial just to get blood moving through the muscles. And in fact, just gentle movement overall is extremely underrated, an underrated form of recovery and reducing muscle soreness. People think that they need like all these magic things like I need an ice bath or I need a deep tissue sports massage. But actually getting the muscles moving and blood flowing through them will help flush out like waste products um, and build up of things that you that has happened within the muscle at like a cellular level. So important for recovery, but also re- important for health. And we know that the benefit of steps, you know, the, the risk factor for you, like dying of all causes, so like all cause mortality reduces quite significantly between like your first like 2,000 to 4,000, 5,000 steps So like hitting at least that on a rest day is really important. But what Sarah and I would both say is on a rest day, you still hit whatever your step target is. And another thing, I feel like I've been talking for ages, Sarah. I'm so sorry. (laughs) 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 Is the 10K steps is like really arbitrary. Um, not everybody that's not going to be appropriate for everybody some people won't be able to get 10k steps in some people will be able to get more in or need to get more in for whatever their goal is so don't automatically think that you have to be hitting 10k steps every single day everybody's going to be very different in that sense
1: yeah and i think with that as well like i mean we'd like to think that steps will be something that would add to like what you're already doing. So an enjoyable way to be outdoors um, in nature, as opposed to something maybe that you're like, I've got to do this, I've got to hit that target. Like it might be, it's not a definitive, you must hit that goal every day. It's more a, this is a guidance of what's beneficial for health. Um, And as Catherine said, like that 10 k is for a lot of people might be like too far because we see the majority in that sort of earlier stages. But in terms of like recovery, as Catherine said, like being moving and getting outside is really going to help with that. So if you're not hitting 10K on that day, that's fine. Like but general sort of movement's going to help um, as well. But yeah, generally with like a proper rest day, we're looking at not training. So no sort of structured form of exercise would be classed as like a rest day. But everything else, like you covered steps really well, mate. <laughs>
0: thanks thanks very much oh i can see sarah um sarah hutton's joined hola
1: hello fellow sarah (laughs) best name um
0: next question should i ask ask it yeah go ahead go ahead my pal um tips for improving squat range question mark it's like my hips get stuck at the bottom wow
1: so I feel like this is a really common one like with squats, like I feel like this is a, an area that a lot of people find quite uncomfortable um, and it can be a variety of things that might impact on kind of your squat range so like the length of your femurs so like your thigh bone can really impact kind of the depth that you can go to and how your squat will look compared to someone else Um so again depending what those sort of limits Limitations are. It might be things, for instance, if your hips are getting stuck at the bottom, whether that's you can't get low enough. That might be something, maybe an ankle mobility that we might want to look at, where we're lifting the feet slightly off the floor, not the feet, the heels. <laughs> <I mean, laughs> Leverage and squat at the same time. Um, but yeah, like lifting your heels slightly by putting some small plates underneath might help with something like that. Um it might be that you want to look at kind of strengthening your abductor muscles. So like um, to to actually be able to part. <laughs> There's no good way of doing that. actually. <laughs> to spread your legs. <laughs> <laughs> Ease out like over the toes and to get a bit wider. So you might even want to get like a slightly wider stance that might actually help you to get a bit lower. Or even, for instance, where you're holding the bar on your back, maybe you need like a slightly lower bar. Um, But again, without kind of seeing the squat, it's difficult to say what that might be. But they're just some of the things that can help. Um, Yeah, I'm sure Catherine's got some stuff to add to that.
0: I think you've covered everything. I think pretty much everything that i was going to say i what i've what i've found has been like really useful with some of my clients is i've shared this like really good video on youtube that shows squat mechanics um and like sarah had mentioned how the length of somebody's femur relative to the length of their torso or or the lower part of their leg can actually really impact or just change the way that different people move differently so some people will Be much more easily able to get into a a lower squat if they have a shorter femur compared to someone who has long femurs and some people may find that they lean forwards more than other people do in the squat and i think an important thing to remember is that's okay you don't have to force your body to move into a really deep squat when it's kind of not optimally optimally built that way Um, so there are certain things you can do like sarah suggested what I'll do, and I think I shared it at the weekend, is I'll share a link to that video. Um, I was trying to just search it there just so you could like jump onto YouTube and have a look now, um, but I'll put it up on my story so that you can have a little look at it. Um, it just, it's a really helpful reminder as to why everybody's squat is gonna be so different, like and all that variability and that's okay.
1: Definitely. And I think even remembering as well, like you don't have to squat, like I hate saying the phrase, like ask the grass, like you don't <laughs> have to that. I hate that phrase. Um depending on what your reasons are for training like if you're not in a certain discipline like I think powerlifters have to squat to depth don't they so mm-hmm. like 90 I'm not a powerlifting coach but I think it's something like that and you'll often see crossfitters will break below parallel I think
0: yeah um, they tend- again, don't to squat deep don't they
1: um, so again it depends what your reasons for training are like what you're hoping to get from that and again something you find like incredibly uncomfortable and it's putting you off training then there's other exercises that we can use as well so it's not that we have to do those either um but as Catherine said there's some useful like things you can try to see if they help and then if not it's always something we can adapt as well yeah
0: absolutely I can see that Hannah's mom's just joined
1: hi uh, Hannah's mum hey Hannah's mum we have heard a lot about you
0: and it's all delightful she's a legend um yeah I think that was I suppose like the other thing that you could do is work on you hadn't mentioned this Sarah had you I don't think you had I was I was distracted briefly whilst I was trying to find that video um so please like say just be like shut up Catherine You weren't listening (laughs) um if you have mentioned it already what else you could work on is like your strength at the bottom of the squat so you could for example do some like pause squats so lower the weight a little bit so that you're lifting a little bit less and actually squat down to a little bit deeper than you normally would pause and then come back up out of the squat and it's just going to get you a bit more used to moving in that range of, of motion that range of movement as well
1: yeah and with that in mind as well <laughs> just to jump on that but like even doing something like some goblet squats to warm up so that you're. Um naturally like when we hold a goblet squat we tend to be in more of like an upright position anyway and we tend to feel more comfortable in that lower position. So doing something like that and like as a warm up exercise to a full barbell back squat can be quite helpful as well.
0: Such a good idea. Yeah, such a good point about warming up as well. Oh, there we go. That squat YouTube link you sent me in the past was so helpful. Uh yes, Sharon. I'll make sure I share it again, just so you can watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> um shall I, awesome
1: shall i go with the next one okay, so, so right. are macros per meal necessary for toning
0: yes and no it it all depends <laughs> how annoying no i will actually go into this so i think on one side of the coin if your goal is just general toning you don't have a room big physique goal like a bodybuilder or competitor would have like a physique competitor for example yeah what that side of the coin they don't matter as much as you think they do In that if your coach is giving you a carbohydrate fat protein goal to hit to the gram what that's doing is just complicating it massively for you and probably further restricting you because you're trying to make your food choices work within a very like structured extremely structured way like i I think there was like one point in time where I was trying to hit the recommended number of macros that my fitness pal was giving me when I first started tracking my food. So I'd be hitting like my protein target and then I'd get to the end of the day and have either like a ton of carbohydrates or a ton of fats left. And I'd have to like eat something ridiculous I didn't really enjoy just so that I could hit the rest of my carbohydrates or fats. Again, it's overcomplicating it for yourselves. What I would recommend on the other hand so the other side of the coin, where macros actually are important, is we particularly would want you paying attention to, say, for example, the protein that you're getting, and also fruits and vegetables for so your fibre. Even though that's not technically a macronutrient in the sense, um, alcohol is one, but we're not <laughs> we're not going there. <laughs> um, so yeah, we give you like a protein target, for example. That's a really good way to have some sort of structure if you're counting your calories and then the rest of your diet is made up of the amount of carbohydrates and fats that you enjoy having without giving yourself a target now fats are essential in your diet you do need to get enough in to optimally function i feel like i can't say that word optimally i'm putting an extra m in
1: i feel like you were doing it fine until you called yourself out and now you are ready (laughs) damn it
0: damn it um so yeah yeah i would say Pay more attention to your protein and then including as many fruits and vegetables as you can. Whatever your fats and your carbohydrates work out as is absolutely fine. For toning, you're going to be trying to lose stored fat, in which case you want to be creating a calorie deficit. Oh, it's just a calorie deficit. Um, So you want to create a calorie deficit. And we know looking at the research and numerous studies is when one group of people were eating a high carbohydrate low fat diet versus the other group who were eating a low carbohydrate high fat diet is that the opposite way around i can't remember what i said so they're both doing opposites but their calories are matched so they're both say for example having 1700 calories one group is having more fats than carbs the other is having more carbs than fats we know that both of them see exactly the same amount of fat loss between those two groups ultimately it comes down to the energy balance that you're creating and not the split of macronutrients but macronutrients protein and then your fruits and vegetables they're the two things that are important to keep you fuller for longer and important for health and protein for maintaining muscle mass
1: and breathe mate i feel like you've covered everything now i guess i I went off on one (laughs) as always i can listen to you all day um I think the only thing I would like say to that is like as Catherine said there with those two different examples of the groups like with the high fat low carb low carb no like <laughs> anyway, like, um, um, like that comes down to preference and I think like preference is such an important thing when we're looking at if you are looking at creating a deficit you're more likely to stick to something that is preferable for you like if you particularly like Things like avocados, peanut butter, seeds, nuts, stuff like that. That's going to be like higher fat than, say, if you're someone who really loves like your pasta, your breads, then that might be something that you feel actually more of my diet. I'd like to be made up by those like starchy carbs or actually I prefer more sort of fats. And that's fine. But it's about finding like your preference. And I think that's why when it comes to looking at kind of macros it is as we say more about that preference as long as you're meeting that minimal target in a way for fat for health um then yeah the rest of it Catherine sort of covered already but yeah I think that's like it's about preference really
0: Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah that's such a good point like eat in a way that you enjoy that isn't going to make you feel restricted and what probably will make you feel restricted is having to hit a certain amount of carbohydrates when you don't really like eating that many carbohydrates.
1: Definitely. Yeah. And I think as well with, uh, as you said about using MyFitnessPal, if you're looking at trying to like hit set targets on that, that can be really quite overwhelming as well. If you're trying to get to the gram or within five to 10 grams on each kind of macro, when you're using a database that isn't 100% accurate as well, I think that's where you're going to sort of, it, you can overthink it and it doesn't need to be that complicated depending on what your goals are as well.
0: Absolutely. I think the majority of the clients I work with just wouldn't want to put the time and the energy and the effort into tracking that diligently. Yeah. I think it, they would rather be spending their time and energy elsewhere rather than worrying about how many grams of fat they have left to eat that day.
1: Definitely. I think it makes food more enjoyable when you're looking at it in that way, because if you, even if you're not tracking macros, for instance, you can still be aware of how many portions of protein you're getting in a day, how many portions of fruit and veg. And I think that's a useful thing to have where you're not then sucking the enjoyment out of every meal because you're tracking to the gram of how many grams of fat has this got in how many grams of carbs and you can go with what you're in what you enjoy
0: <laughs> you know what? Just, i had this like image pop into my head when you're like sucking the enjoyment out i just had have you seen that video where someone's put too much pepper on their fried egg and they get a hoover and they try and hoover the pepper off the top of the fried egg <laughs> and then they hoover up the entire meal that's just what i had <laughs> in my head
1: uh, no but i now need to see that video maybe you should uh, uh,
0: <laughs> i'll share that one too yeah um
1: <laughs> well, i ask you the final question that i've got Go here this is less a question this is more like a discussion point um and i feel like we have a troublemaker within our midst but i'll just put it out there dogs are better than cats please discuss this is these are not my words may i add these were the words of someone that came into my question box this week and um, out there Catherine
0: I like how they avoided my question box it's like they knew it, they knew what team we were both on yeah <laughs> no to be fair I I like love all animals and I love cats and I love dogs um, I think for me having kittens cats suits the way way that I like live right now as well. Um just because they're a little bit more independent. Um but like I love both. And I love like going around to other people's houses and they have pets and I'm like, oh my God (laughs) Whether it's a cat or a dog.
1: (laughs) I thought this could be a good way of us like someone last time asked us how we were gonna like who their coach would be. We're gonna add like a question to the sign up sheet like do you Dogs are better than cats. Do you agree, or vice versa? And we'll assign you that way. <laughs> <laughs> like based less on our expertise, more on our um more on our preferences.
0: I love that. That's such. That's exactly. There is only one right answer, apparently. Well, that means that, that like one of us is going to get assigned everybody <laughs> and empowered innate. I feel like oh, we have a question
1: you sent the question in now.
0: Um, do you have any areas of health and fitness you are particularly passionate about?
1: Wow, I guess like for me, I really enjoy sort of the mindset side of things coming from a psychology background. For me, I really, really love focusing on sort of behavior change and mindset change um building on I guess that experience that I have working within sort of psychology and using cognitive behavioral therapy techniques so i really love that side of things um but aside from that just generally working with each client as an individual i love every kind of client that i come into contact with in terms of i learn something new their story is completely different so even though people might have the same goals often their life and how they go about fitting in the steps to achieve that goal is like really different for each individual. And for me, I think that's the bit. So it's more for me about that coaching relationship that I'm really passionate about, I would say, um mm-hmm. and getting on board with other people's goals and helping them to get there. So it's less specific, but it's for me, it's more that kind of helping with that sort of behavior change and mindset shift that often can get in the way of us getting towards our goals.
0: Mm-hmm. You're like a, like a whiz in the behaviour change and like mindset side of things, the psychology. Like that's your like jam, and that's that's awesome. I love yeah. it. I love it.
1: Bit,
0: oh God. I think for, for me, when I first started coaching, I definitely didn't like see that I would move into this sort of like realm that i I'm in now. I think it's based on like the people that I've worked with, but I am certainly very passionate about working with people who are going through perimenopause. Um, and I think even more recently, making making a point of how important it is ahead of those years as well, kind of preparing just in general for that time in life and like how you can put yourself in the strongest possible position. Um, I think all things like women's health really is like my is what I'm passionate about whether that's you know menopause PCOS endometriosis a lot of the reading that I do in my own time like outside of actually doing coaching or maybe it's based on client questions will be around these areas and what I like therapeutic interventions for people with endometriosis for example or with PCOS like I do a lot of stuff around that Um, and based on like my background and all the people that I worked with when I was coaching with ESG, I worked with loads of women who were of the age where they were coming up to perimenopause, and I feel like I learned a ton from from that, from working with hundreds of women because I kind of didn't really recognise what it was or knew. I didn't know much about it, and then when I had all these conversations with women, being like, "Yeah, I'm struggling with these symptoms," I was like, "Holy shit! Like this is like this is a big deal," and like these women want support. They- want to feel like heard and they want to feel seen and i want to make sure that they have a place that they can go to where they can talk about these things so i'm going to clue myself up on this i'm going to do my research i'm going to like talk to lots of people and learn loads not just from the research but experience um so i think like women's health area in general really fires me up when it comes to coaching and also overcoming all the bullshit that you see when you know like all of the like quick fixes and fads and like you need to be measuring your blood glucose to like make yourself like feel better and like like all of that as well really irks me and i think it's probably from my science background i'm like hold on a second this isn't like what you're making it out to seem like so that's like it's quite a broad (laughs) topic
1: there (laughs) when we first talking about like the coaching. And the group like some of the things we were passionate about and i know that was something we both said was almost like cutting through that noise of all those things that are put out there that are sort of sold as the next quick fix but actually when we look at what is effective and what's like been shown to be helpful for people it's these simpler things that are like harder to maybe implement and get into the habit of but almost like everything else overcomplicates it and makes it seem sort of i must try that i need to do that and it's kind of playing into the things that we're struggling with when actually like looking at certain areas that are more accessible for you to put into your day into your week that's going to be a lot more beneficial long term than like you said um some of those i'm not going to name them but some of those are the things that are out there <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. And you know what I find like extremely frustrating about some of those other things that are, say, for example, getting you to measure your blood glucose and then giving you personalized recommendations based on that? Like the messaging, or I suppose the things that they're telling you to do, a lot of them are like actually reasonable, you know, eat more fruit and vegetables, have more whole grains, that type of thing. But it's the the added complications on top of it where people where people are suggesting actually you should be eating organically or you should you should be cutting out all of these processed foods or blah 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 so it then turns from a message of inclusion and being like yeah include all these great things to exclusion like look nope, actually this thing's bad for you oh no actually this thing's bad for you as well this thing's and then eventually you get to a point where some people are like well i can't eat anything like based off this recommendation and i think it's also really out of touch with the majority of the population um and especially in a cost of living crisis where people are being told to purchase all these really expensive foods that they have to eat and they can't have you know tesco's basic oats because they're really bad for you there's that irks me a lot
1: expensive enough to try and eat sort of like fresh food and fruit and veg you know without the added pressure as you said of the messaging and i think as well the thing is that a lot of the messaging is so believable like i think that's the, it's so easy to sort of listen to that messaging and and feel like yeah this this is what i need to do because it's as you said like there's elements of sort of truth and and benefit in that as well mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's just really misleading because it's, it's over complicating it um so thankfully sarah and i empowered an innate will make sure that things aren't over complicated they're simplified um but simple doesn't mean that it doesn't work
1: yeah and that mm-hmm. is both passionate about
0: yeah i love that what a great question oh. thank you um i think on that note yeah
1: Oh, one thing I feel like one thing we forgot to mention is obviously you did say about signups are open for Empowered Donate, which you did mention. <laughs> Link in our bios, but also back on this chat. Catherine's probably going to pin it briefly now. Um, I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> it's everyone that has signed up. You'll be receiving before the program starts, like a mindset um video and podcast like mini series just to get you prepped and ready for the start of the group so if anyone wants that as well then you know sign up to the group because that will be coming your way um and yeah if there's anything you want to speak to us about to work out whether it's the right package for you then feel free to send us a message and we can have a chat
0: i can't believe we start the group in we- well we'll be opening the door to the actual group a week on saturday
1: yeah yeah and <laughs> i'm so excited just imagine I these feel big, like, big church I, doors like, got a, maybe that's what we'll have to do cut a ribbon somewhere <laughs>
0: <laughs> we could get a ribbon going all the way from edinburgh to kenilworth
1: wow that's impressive we'll do. <laughs> gosh
0: well thank you very much for joining us guys um and as well yeah thank you very much love you all
1: have a good evening